Okay, has this ever happened to you? Pretend this is a handbag, you know, a square tote, right? <laughs> and I buy it and I put all my stuff in it and then I'm doing this and I can't find a thing. It's happened to all of us. Well, guess what? My guest today has the answer. Stay tuned. Welcome to our podcast, Doing It Right. This podcast reveals authentic stories from successful leaders doing it right. It's about their journey to become a leader, their choices, motivations, and lessons. In essence, how they built successful personal brands. Your host is Valerie Sokolowski, author of eight leadership books and nationally known as an authority on executive presence and personal branding. Let's get started. Here's Valerie. All right, grab your coffee. We have a very exciting uh, guest today that I have been looking for a handbag that is the ultimate forever, and my guest today has the answer. So let me tell you about tailorbags.com that just launched. It is an amazing story about my guest, Stephanie. I am welcoming you with my cup of coffee and telling Thank the you. audience I'm so glad you finally got the answer because let me tell you audience, I have been looking forever and I'm sure many of you have too, for a handbag that goes anywhere, anytime, for any purpose. For example, when I'm traveling, I want a bag that's big enough but has enough pockets, which is her specialty, <laughs> to put what I need in it. If I am going to uh, a sports event, I want a bag that's got enough pockets that I can put things that relate to that in it. So I'm going to shut up. And Stephanie Taylor, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. How does a young woman just decide to be a handbag designer? Tell us. Well, I'm not sure. How. <laughs> no. Okay. Start I, there. Yeah, start there. I was working full time and working in the financial services industry and obviously carrying a lot of different kinds of handbags, mainly tote bags because I had a lot of different things to carry. And I was just having a difficult time finding a bag that met my needs, that mm -hmm. carried everything that I needed and was functional, but yet stylish, classy. Uh, so I started to simply kind of sketch it when I couldn't find it. So are you an artist? I what, am not What an were artist. you doing with the financial services? So I was in marketing and business development. Okay. And I've always loved being creative. So I knew I had that in me, mm -hmm. but no, I'm not formally trained. I, I'm not a sketch artist. Uh, I didn't go to design school. I just had a passion. I've always loved handbags. That's where it started really. Okay. And when I wanted to marry my passion for handbags with not finding what I wanted, I, I decided to sit down and, and sketch. <laughs> I'm laughing because so many entrepreneurs that I've had on the show have a similar story mm -hmm. that I've always wanted to have this, that, or the other, or I fell into it. But you said something I want to go back to. I've always loved handbags. I've always loved shoes. So what was it about handbags? I just remember from the time I was a little girl that handbags I was always drawn to. And I think it's like the, the shape and the colors and how they're designed. I just have always been drawn to them. Okay. And I've, I've frankly bought a lot of different handbags through the years based on that. Hmm. 
So I was just more drawn to handbags than say shoes or having the perfect outfit. I wanted the, the perfect handbag. And you know, handbags used to match the shoes. Right. Okay, so tell us about how you went from financial services in a big job, marketing. Right. And then did you just stop and do this? How did that evolve? I did not just stop. Uh, I could not. I was uh, newly married at the time to my husband. And I, interesting story, I didn't go to design school, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not the best at drawing and sketching. I've gotten much better through the years. So my father happened to, he studied architecture in college. So I knew he knew how to draw. My grandmother as well was an artist, actually. She could draw anything and paint anything. I did not get that gene. However, I got a little bit of the creative gene. So I just went to my father and I said, Dad, can you help me conceptualize what I'm thinking, what I see in my head? Help me get it on paper. And we sat down and he started to <laughs> sketch my thoughts and we'd tweak it and change it. And that's how it got started. And I did that while I was still working okay. uh, for a while. So what was the sketch in the first handbag like? So the first sketch, the sketch was actually pretty good, obviously, because my father helped me conceptualize that on paper. The next phase was, what is it going to look like? So I uh, took cardboard <laughs> and I literally cut cardboard and put it together into the shape and formed a sample, so to speak, a very raw sample, but a sample. And what did you do with the cardboard? Well, then I decided, okay, I need to really see if this is going to look good. So I went to the fabric stores and we actually in, in where I'm from, Dallas, Texas, have some uh, factories, not factories per se, but leather and material houses mm -hmm. uh, that I would go visit. And I found materials and I cut them and put them on the fabric to actually give it life. This is and, amazing. And, and it was that raw. It was that simple. But it showed me that it's going to look okay. It's going to work. So. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but it's kind of funny. I'm picturing your dad sure. as a man is sure. drawing the handbag. Right. All right. So then you make a cardboard. Right. You cover it with something. Now what are you going to do with it? So at that point, uh, my husband and I actually have some very dear friends that live in New York and we had, he had a business trip and uh, I went with them and we went to stay with our friends and I brought my cardboard model. <laughs> and I told my friend at the time, I said, let's, I wanna show this around. Just, I wanna go to some boutiques in New York and I just wanna see what they have to say. And I think back then I was a, also a little naive to think that I would walk in with a cardboard model in, in New York and someone would go, wow, let's produce that now. <laughs> but what happened was actually oh. wonderful. I walked into one particular store in Greenwich Village and the owner, it was nothing but handbags, floor to ceiling, mm -hmm. all different kinds, shapes, colors. And she looked at it and she said, okay. And she kept looking at it and she said, if you change this and this, I, I think I'd carry it. I think you've got something. And what And did that, that little do? spark, yeah. that little, that's what ignited me to go, okay, I can, I can do this. I can do this. That's really very cool. It, it really is. It was, it was, it was a great moment. All right. So you've got an inspiration mm -hmm. and then what? 
So then I came back, obviously, to Dallas, and, and it was, all right, now what? I'm working full-time. I've got my cardboard model. I've got my sketches. It was time to now start to teach myself the process of manufacturing a handbag. Now, let me stop you there. Teach myself the process. I would think mm -hmm. that there would be people you could go to. Sure. And you said Dallas. That's a pretty fashionable city. Right and say, this is what I'm doing, I need some help. Did mm -hmm. you get any mentors that helped you know how to do this? I didn't directly have mentors that said, do this, this, and this first, but I did have a couple, there was one or two different people uh, that I contacted that had started businesses, and they said, this is what I would do next. And they gave me a couple steps to get going, mm -hmm. but they weren't directly affiliated with handbag manufacturing. So I they were see. trying to give me principles to go by and then apply that to go and, and follow manufacturing an, an actual handbag. Okay, so enough talking. Yes. Show us what is so special about Taylor Bags. Okay, so the brand I originally launched was Taylor Bags. And we la I, I launched it many, many years ago when I had my first sketch. So this is not the first. This is not the first one. Okay. Uh, and that was a tote as well. And it was uh, fortunately pretty successful. I was able to get in several hundred boutiques around the country and it grew. However, at the time, for a lot of personal reasons, uh, I had two newborn babies at the time. I wanted to just kind of, I needed to kind of take a break and halt and, and rethink things. So, and that was before, sorry to interrupt, sure. before the internet and you right. could sell online, right? So you, you, The internet was there, but you're right. It was not as popular. You still needed, everybody wanted to touch and feel it and go into a brick and mortar store. Sure. So it was not the way to go at the time, unless you were really trying to pioneer that on your own. Mm -hmm. So I was just trying to survive and create the product and get out there. Mm -hmm. So I made the decision at that time in the early 2000s, take a break, Stephanie, slow down and, and, and we'll get back to it. Fast forward these years later, um, my kids are older. It's, it's, it's time to reboot, relaunch, which is what I'm doing. And the brand is now Stephanie Taylor Handbags, and this is the tote that I am now currently manufacturing called the Cameron Tote. Okay, I want to see. Okay. I have seen. <laughs> I want the audience to see or to hear about. Those of you who aren't watching, you can hear about it and then go online and see it. Right. right. So this is the tote, and you'll notice that I did the shape a unique way. And Pretty. it's for a simplistic, clean design aspect. I wanted it to be just a beautiful, timeless tote that you could pick up and carry no matter what. It sits down and holds holds its shape. Its shape. Uh -huh. For those of you that are, um, if you're working, if you're carrying things for your children, no matter getting on and off an airplane, I always felt like that was important. It didn't flop over and everything fall out. So it does hold its shape. That's important. That's important. And then what I'm known for is the inside, which is a lot of pockets. Look at that. And a very deep center. So when you're talking about how it's laid out, I tear the pockets, if you notice. This, I wanted to show you could put your keys, zip it and keep it secure. This is a cell phone pocket that your cell phone fits perfectly in and out. Oh gosh, that's great. This is padded, 
and that is for a device. If you have a Kindle, if you have um, an iPad, it fits perfectly in there. I simply also always carry my sketch pad and wherever I go in you case learned I have how to ideas. Sketch. I learned how to sketch all these years later. <laughs> and so I put it in there. Then you'll notice that it opened and closes differently. This is a unique feature to Stephanie Taylor bags. It closes and holds its shape, shape and That's will not empty out beautiful. without having to zip it. And I felt like that was important for women to be able to get in and out quickly. So what's on the other side? Can you turn so it you around? So you flip over to the other side, sure. And again, more tiered pockets. You lift the flap up, which again, that's for security too, mm -hmm. to cover your cell phone or whatever you have. Another privacy pocket here that zips. You can mm -hmm. put your wallet, whatever you want in it. And I just put sunglasses in these. Uh, and that was really just to show you, you can fit anything you want in there. You can fit water bottles. You can fit uh, the sunglasses. I think I even have <laughs> my, my Air, AirPods. So it's really functional and probably one of the most unique things. It's very deep. It will hold, if I can put it down here for a minute, I'm going to show you, it will hold uh, one of the biggest iPads that we carry. Fits right down in the middle and you can just close it and go. That's awesome. And everything fits in it. So Gee. it's functional, but also fashionable, trendy, and um, can go wherever you go. And the tassel? So the tassel, again, is a design feature. Along with this right here, uh, I had a, I was in another interview, and they asked me, what, what is this about? Mm -hmm. And I wanted there to be a clean, simplistic design feature to it that was unique to me. And so mm -hmm. that's that we will see again in the future on other handbags. And the tassel is just to add some fun, some fashion. Sure. Uh, and we have several different colors, several different combinations, and these tassels will go on any of the bags. So, Stephanie, in terms of this, great. Um, <laughs> you told me about the logo and mm -hmm. what's on the inside that counts. I'd love for you to tell that's, that's a pretty, um, spiritually speaking, a pretty nice logo theme. Sure. That is probably was one of the most uh, difficult parts of getting started was to create a new brand and logo. And I met with a company here in Dallas, a design firm that gave me a shot, frankly, because they're not a small design firm. And I called them up and I said, I, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm I've got this idea. I want to create this line of, of handbags and I need your help. I need to brand it. I need my logo. Sure. And so they, uh, they said, sure, which in itself is wonderful. We sat down, we had a brainstorming session and they said, they came prepared and said, uh, Stephanie, I have about 10 to 15 questions to ask you. And they were all very personal questions, all about me, my background, my life you name it, they asked it. Mm -hmm. They took all of that, went away with it, kind of uh, mixed it together and created my logo so that each piece was a part of me. And that's why I love the logo so much. So I'll, I'll share with you, if I can just pull to show you all the, the, the logo. It's stamped here and I know it's fairly small, 
but there is a crown at the top. The crown represents my name, which is Stephanie. That means crowned one. At the top of the crown, there's a cross, a small cross, which is I'm grounded in my faith. My faith drives my decisions, my, my family, my life, um, how I live. So that starts at, then you've got me actually designing, hence the crown. And you have these two evergreen branches coming out to the side. This is one of my favorite parts because they asked me what words would you affiliate your company or you with? And I, the first thing that came to mind was strength, strong. Uh -huh. I wanted it to be a strong company. I wanted to stand for strong women and how we can juggle a lot and do a lot and accomplish a lot, whether it's starting right out of school, no school, rebooting in my case, mm -hmm. doing it again. So those are evergreen branches to represent strength and a strong foundation. And then coming out of the evergreen branches, one of my favorite parts, my husband was born and raised in the Philippines. And we traveled to Asia to see our family, that side of the family quite often. And that's what that represents. It's, it's, he's a piece of me. We're doing this um, you know, together. He's my biggest supporter. And so that's the Philippine national flowers that are kind of anchored on the sides. So if you take the whole logo in one, it's a true representation a of me, my family, what I stand for. And I wanted the company to stand for that. There's a lot that goes into it, doesn't it, Stephanie? There is, there is, there's a lot. There's, but, and, and back to the inside of it, you said to me before the show, one of your teachable points of view right. is that it's what's on the inside that counts. Yes. What else? What are some lessons that you've learned now in your years of getting to this point, but even before that? Wow, that's a good question. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, one that I, I have said when anyone asks me what have been the challenges even to just get where I am, mm -hmm. I don't like to say I was blocked or there was, you know, there was a roadblock in the way. I like to say that there were speed bumps because you can get over speed bumps. You just have to slow down and go over them a little slower, right? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right? That's great. Because I feel like yeah. we have control, especially uh, if you're doing something on your own. We have control over whether we're going to go ahead and do it or not, right? It's true. So I don't want to say that I'm blocked, but that um, I have had a lot of speed bumps that I've had to, to get over. Slowly. But you got over them. But I'm getting over them one by one. And I think any business owner does. Sure. So that's a teachable moment that I like to tell people, don't give up. You, you can get over the bumps in the road. <laughs> what else? Uh, my motto, what I founded the company on is it's what's on the inside that counts. And that is not only my design philosophy, which is... Uh, the inside is just as important as the outside. I want the inside to be functional and have high quality, just like the, the outside to be made high quality and durable. But I was raised as a child, it's what's on the inside that counts. I mean, really, when you meet people, isn't it the inside, when you get to know them, the truth's gonna always come out when you, when you are interacting with people. So. And so I always feel like it's what's on the inside that counts. You need to pay attention to that. And I do that when I manufacture these these, these bags. I'll always pay attention to the inside being important, just like the outside. And 
they're made where? <laughs> that is something I am so happy and proud to say because that is too. a yeah. big speed bump to get over for yes. those of you that um, have ever made anything. I'm manufacturing them in the United States. Yay. Yes, we're designing them. Uh, I designed them here in Dallas. I sketched them, get them ready, and then I've I have a great manufacturer literally in the heart of Manhattan that I have found and they're wonderful. They do a great job. Um, and, and I'm just proud to have them made and in, in the USA. And <clears throat> this is an interesting uh, question to ask you because okay. when I carry any tote and now it will be yours, <laughs> people will say, well, let me feel it. Is it heavy? Right, right. <laughs> and the fact is, that this is, you said, beautiful Italian leather. Right. Well, let's see. Leather has its own weight, doesn't it? And if it's going to hold its shape, it's going to be really good leather. Right. So I, I used to get, you know, I've always gotten tickled at that question. What would you say about, uh, about overcoming that? Well, is it heavy? Right. <laughs> But that is a good question, and that is meaningful to a lot of people. What I always say is it's a leather tote bag, and leather automatically out of the gate is going to be heavier than nylon, PVC, some of these other things that, that handbags are made out of. So it might feel a little heavier, but again, when you're carrying a tote like this, usually you're, you're carrying it for the day. You might even be able to. This tote is you're able to put a smaller bag on the inside. So if you want to carry all your items in it that you need, go to your meeting, get on an airplane, run around quickly, you can pull your other small bag out if you if you want. But it's it's made of Italian really good, good leather. leather. So and it's it's going to feel a little bit heavier, but it's not a heavy tote, no. Is there a number one best-selling color that you find? How do you how do you design and and determine what colors each season? Sure. So that is one of my signatures. I will always have fun with color. I feel like I can keep the timeless design, clean lines, so that it goes with everything. If you can imagine me um, currently in this with jeans. However, I may need to go do something tomorrow where I'm in a dress or something a little more formal. I wanted it to be able to go with everything. Mm -hmm. So where I have the fun is the pop of color. And how I decide is obviously I look at what the trends are and what colors are really percolating in the fashion world. And then I go from there. What, what draws my attention? The interior design world is a great place to look because what is being done in homes and all around architecturally is what is going to be reflected on, on clothing, accessories, handbags. And the inside of the handbags, I try to really have fun and do a pop of color. So you can find your things. How many times have you not been able to find items on the inside of a tote bag? That's right. That's so. exactly right. So audience, I was given a handbag and I've been carrying it for, I guess, um, a month. Uh, she had just launched, and I can tell you, Stephanie, I I have the orange one. Mm -hmm. So can I have that orange sure. one? Sure, <laughs> sure. I love it. Um, but what I also want you to know is that the linings are of what material? So the linings are made of a really durable nylon. It's 
uh, material. And so it will, that will stand the test of time. Yeah, even this beautiful color. Sure, show the pink one, right. It, it's, it's, a, it's a place to have fun, the inside, yeah. but the inside's gonna take the beating, yes. right? That's where we dump everything, things spill, women's makeup, whatever it is. If a mom's carrying it and there's a baby bottle in there, so I wanted it to be durable. So that's interesting. One other final point, because also a mother bought one of these right and you told me that she sent a testimonial saying this is great because the bottles go here and mm -hmm. she she literally told you which is also kind of fun now that you're selling online uh -huh. are you getting some interesting sort of testimonials about how women are using it anything special or like sports what i have i've i try to interact with my customers uh if they provide feedback at all i'm on it and i'm talking with them um, and so one of the most interesting stories was a young girl she's probably 29 i guess and she wrote in and said i love my tote she got this blue one uh-huh she carries it for work and then she's on a tennis team after so she goes she empties it out puts her tennis racket in it and her shoes that she puts with tennis to play tennis in in it and she heads to her tennis court <laughs> and meets her friends because she loves the way it looks and it's easy and she can fit everything in it so i laughed at that one that one was you can put funny. anything in you it you can literally I guess. put anything in it what else any other points of view um, that you'd share with us well one of the most special things to me mm -hmm. is the name of the tote is the Cameron tote, which is my beautiful daughter. And so Aww. I wanted to launch my first tote in this line, which this tote will always be in my line. Uh, we may make it smaller, we may do multiple colors, multiple sizes, but it'll always be in my, in my line. And uh, I wanted it to be named after her. So it's in honor of her. So that's and fun. And isn't she the beautiful redhead that's on your site? She is. Which she is. What is the site? How can people order? Sure. So you can go to taylorbags.com. Uh, you also can go to Instagram or Facebook at Shop Stephanie Taylor. And everything's there. Oh, that's great. I wish you just lots of success. I've looked uh, at handbags forever. I've never, five, some have pockets, but I've never found one with this many and organized so that I can get as much in the, as I do. Right. Um, and then since I discovered your bags, I can also say there still aren't any handbags like this that have this many pockets in this organized. So thank Stephanie, you. you've done an incredible job. Thank I can't you. thank you enough for being on the show. <laughs> thank it's, you for having me. Well. I love to have entrepreneurs because I are one, right? <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned because I want to share a Valerieism that kind of goes with this. I was trying to think, okay, what would I, what would I want to say today? So here it is. Don't lower your standards, raise others to them. Well, that's what Stephanie did. She didn't lower any standards. She didn't talk cheap. She didn't do anything that isn't absolutely doing it right. And that is what I think people who are doing it right in all areas of business, aren't you like I am trying always to keep the standards, even when sometimes, frankly, maybe you were asked or I have been asked through the years 
eh, just tweak it a little bit. Don't go quite to that quality. And I never have. And I don't want you to. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. To receive Valerie's voice, free monthly leadership tips, and to learn more about her leadership programs and coaching, visit her website, ValerieAndCompany.com. Next week, we'll be here again to inspire, engage, and equip you with teachable points of view from successful leaders who have been doing it right. Until then, lead authentically.